You are listening to Hear What Happened, a podcast where we go deep on the latest episode of The Real Housewives. I'm your host, Rebecca Reichardt, and today we're recapping the second episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 7. Joining me today to go deep are my friends, Pat and Mary. Pat and Mary are some of my closest friends. They're both super smart and always bring great stuff to the table, no matter the topic. Whether it's politics, sports, or home decor, we always have great conversations. When I found out they both watched Bravo, it was great a great addition to my life. I'm so excited to dig deep with them. Welcome, Pat and Mary. Hello. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm really excited today. I'm so excited. You guys are my first two guests, so we'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll talk a little less, and that'll be good. Um, So let's just start out. How did you guys get into the Housewives? Mary, you can go first. I am a Housewives original, I would say. I've been watching it from the start. Oh, wow. Like a decade. Way back. Way back. Um... So, Beverly Hills was just a natural progression. Natural progression? You know, I, I, I've given them all a shot. I haven't, you know, faithfully watched all of them. There are some seasons of Miami, D.C. Mm. I just sort of... Yes, um, not all of the Housewives were created equal, no, I will say they that. Were, they were not. What so. about you, Pat? How'd you get into it? Um, <laughs> I, would, I got into it through Mary, of course. <laughs> you know, the, the quintessential boyfriend gets sucked into watching Bravo <laughs> yeah, right. and then secretly still watches it. I don't think it's a secret, but I'm glad that not anymore now that you're on the pod. How does Beverly Hills kind of rank for you within the franchises? Mm. I know Pat loves Vanderpump Rules. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess I would have to put it right up near, there near the top just because of that crossover appeal. Mm, yeah. You know, to be able to kind of see a character like Lisa Vanderpump in two totally different situations and two totally different settings. Are you and with two totally different like casts? Roles. It's roles. totally different roles. Yeah. Sort of like she's a character actress and one exactly. she plays different. Do you like her better in uh pump roles or do you like her better at uh, Housewives? Or do you like her at all? Because I, I personally not a Vanderpump fan. Kind of like it's okay. So <laughs> just I, say, I, yeah. I like the fact that she's kind of vulnerable in this setting mm, because she's yeah. on the same level with all these right. other women. She's also on it a lot more. True. Yeah. Um. So I don't like her, but I think she's very necessary mm-hmm. because she's really kind of what's churning the drama. Yes. Oh yes. Um, Mary, what's it, you're a New York girl, right? Yes. Who yes. isn't? I want New York to come back. New York is number one, without a doubt. Um. I'd say Beverly Hills kind of teeters between two and three. Sometimes I'm more OC. Sometimes I'm more Beverly Hills. That's it crazy on the to season. me. Bever- uh, I just think Beverly Hills is great. Like they have the diamond. I think that's just like the most that's iconic true. of what they're holding. It, Everyone else has a is. piece of fruit. It is. And these ladies have a diamond. <laughs> it is. And uh, it's the most. Although I guess OC is celebrity adjacent now with Heather Dubrow. Yeah. I remember her from some of her, you know, like soap opera acting. But okay, let's get right into this episode and kind of go through. So we opened the episode. We have Lisa Renna and Kyle in the Lambo um, kind of talking about the party they just went to. And um, like, obviously, Lisa Vanderpump and Dorit. So my favorite part of this scene is that the Lambo is branded to the agency. I don't know if you guys caught that, but they have the agency hats for Mauricio's oh business, mm-hmm. and then the seats are, like, matching colors. Well, ne- never miss a branding opportunity. No, no, but do you think that they're able to write the car off as, like, a business expense? Oh, I'm sure. They were talking about, Lisa was like, Harry's too cheap to buy one of these, and I kind of want to be like, I don't think Harry's working enough to buy one of these. That, that, perhaps. 
perhaps. Um, uh, I like how she's always cracking those cheap jokes. So is he cheap? It, so no, it has it has some appeal. You know, it makes her more relatable. Yeah, except even she's, she's the hustler. Not, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know. So, Pat, you've seen the Hamlins in person. Is that correct? Um. Uh, yes. Um. I stood behind them at Starbucks once. See, Starbucks this is why I think they're not cheap because Starbucks is expensive compared to some other coffee shops. They They tried to all remain inconspicuous. Um, and what tipped you off? Sunglasses did, never came off. Um. What tipped me off was just I recognized them. At first, I saw <laughs> Harry, and I said, "You know, that kind of looks like Harry, but he's awful short." I get this creeper shot text he's at work awful. in the middle of the day. Look who it is! <laughs> it's kind awful. Of, you know, short. one of those taken at the yeah. waist sort mm-hmm. of, and and it, she was all lips. Oh yeah, all lips. I, mean, I think it's, when I saw her, then obviously that connected the dots. Oh yeah. I think she's okay. So you can tell in the first scene. I think she's even more lips this season. Because we were talking earlier, yeah, she's losing a lot of weight, which yeah. there isn't much available to mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. It, it is kind of noticeable. Yeah. Not that her lips weren't noticeable before, and I still maintain that, or maybe I'm just used to it, because in the, in the seasons with, like, Taylor Armstrong, those lips, like, really oh threw me goodness. off. Hers were outlandish. Outlandish. And so I guess Rinna's don't bug me as much, because I, like, have been... Acculturated also, to the big lips. Like, it's her it's thing. Par- yeah, it's she's her always thing. had it, and we knew who she, she was before it. she was on. It's her signature look that is her greatest asset, if you will. I and she's very Lisa aware. Lisa is lips, and she knows it. I mean, that was her initial her tagline. Tag yeah. Um. Do you, so speaking about Lisa and being skinny, they. I went to Erica's party, and then after they went, did you see the scene there? They went to yeah. like an In and Out. I do not believe those I people eat In and Out. I'm sorry, no way. I don't know. Yeah. Also, Kyle's never been just, to one before. You think they just like filmed them taking one bite just for the show? <sighs> I think they, they ate like two to be bites. Very, you know, drunk uh, and hungry. Yeah, I mean, they were all very intently eating. You know, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. I also when everyone needs their everyone you know, needs their drunk food. Yeah. Um, also, let's talk about They'll last... They'll just go to cryotherapy the next day and, like, yeah, shed a few pounds. shed a few pounds. Um, they also talked about Dorit and Lisa Vanderpump. And my favorite part is when Lisa Renna is talking about how it comes up as Dorito in her phone. And then she's seen eating a Dorito. And yeah. we very rarely see Lisa, uh, Lisa Renna eat. Although we'll talk yeah. about that later in the episode when she's eating well, with her daughters. Well, she turned around. <laughs> we don't know that they were Oh, yes, for, for trademarking purposes, we don't know. We don't know... know. For certain, if she was holding a bag of Doritos, but it it, it, it look, looked like a Dorito. It did look like a bag. Um, and so I think this scene is really kind of continuing the Lisa Rinna versus Lisa Vanderpump drama, which for me is getting a little stale. Mm-hmm. Especially because it seems to be a one-sided argument at this point, which kind of is the way this season it? opens. Well, no, I do. And believe- if you think it's a one-sided argument, can you elaborate more on that? Because I think they're both going at each other for no reason. Well, I think. I think Lisa Renna is very aware yeah. that Vanderpump kind of owns her. No, yeah, she... no, wait, okay, wait, I thought you were going to say something <laughs> completely different. So, no, and that's why, like, I don't right know. off the bat, she, no. would, she kind of stepped up and said, you know, let's, let's I, bygone, make mm-hmm. bygones be bygones and move on. And I know, I think she's just, I think she is just, she's moved past it and she's just having a little fun with it now, whereas... LVP is trying to make this into... A new storyline? A, a, a storyline, so she can have something from the get-go. And, and it's it's completely outdated. It's old. You know, you had, you, I was scratching my head 
What, what are they fighting about? I what forgot. are they even? What was she so hurt over <laughs> mm-hmm. in mm. Dubai that you know that that she described as she was in her room crying for hours? I don't remember ever seeing missed her that scene. Yes. Definitely missed that scene. Room. So let's get right into Lisa. So our next scene, we see her at the um, where is she? She's at a stable. With her adopt a horse from Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Let's discuss the fact that her outfit matched the horses. Like bright. I don't. I don't. I'm afraid of horses. Actually, horse Cirque du Soleil sounds like my personal hell on earth. Um, But it had like a turquoise. Like is it called a collar? I don't. A harness. And it's little like leg warmers or turquoise. She is. And Ken's there. I'm just. I'm thinking. And one thing I noticed in this this episode is. There's not a lot of scenes with all the women. So I think there were still yeah, there a lot of bitter. Lot of, there were a lot of establishing shots. Right. Like separately filmed. Here I am. This is, you know, this how, is this, is my, di- this is my dynamic with my significant other. We got a lot of that. Yeah. You know. Maybe it's because we're not binging two. and it's moving a little slow at first. Right. But you're right. I think when they do start up filming a new season... For a lot of them, that's the first time in several months that they're mm-hmm. seeing each other. Because they're like, all not really friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Also, <laughs> can we talk about... I So, when the horse was there, Lisa Vanderpump was like, well, his winky's out. I am so sick of Lisa Vanderpump sex know. jokes. Oh, okay. you have so, no idea. We said... It, we I, have our own uh, running jokes about Lisa's running jokes. Like, I can't anymore. It's It, it really begs the question, like... You know, without psychoanalyzing, you know. <laughs> she got any? There's a, there's a lot of jokes, you know. There's a lot of jokes. And... They're always kind of slightly too corny. hmm Slightly too obvious. We we had at one point discussed the possibility of her just being, like, asexual. I've, you know, because I've heard like, the theory I that... I see her doing it, that and I, she's, she talks um, so much Ken's about beard. wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that theory, and... It wouldn't surprise me, but it wouldn't surprise me the other way either. I can't, and they talk later in the episode about, you know, maybe British humor is missed on the Americans. And I'm thinking, okay, so is British humor really mean and all like corny sexual innuendo jokes? Like, is that, we probably don't have any British listeners, but if we get some, can someone please write the pod and let us know? Because I'm just over the the sex jokes. It it started here and it was in every scene she was in. Every scene. Oh, it's too much. Try taking a drink every time she makes an awful, dry, humorless sex joke. You will get not too far into the episode. So there, Lisa is continuing to set up her fight. She's still talking with Ken about how the women were awful to her. and Which I just just don't remember that being the case. I don't either. I think she was pissed because she got called out for talking behind Yolanda's back. You know, she, she's mad that the girls call, you know, were like, yeah, you, you, you said that she had Munchausen's and, and it's always the debate. It's always semantics, right? Like, oh, did I she really said say Munchausen's? Munchausen's <coughs> exactly. But what Heavily was, implied she had Munchausen's. Yes. Is that how, um, where's And the I line? think Lisa was just pissed that she got called out. I think she was too. I, I'm talking behind someone's back and, and she can't let it go for whatever strange reason. My thing with that is how can you be on Housewives and like have something like that affect you? Because the whole show mm-hmm. is talking behind people's back. I do think it's pretty uh, severe to question someone's illness. Not that that's the first time that's happened on the Housewives no. and in other mm-hmm. seasons or series it may have been correct. 
But, um, so I mean, it's definitely maybe down the hole a little worse about Chuck Pineson's back, but Lisa Vanderpump, I just, uh, I think I'm over that storyline. I think she's painting herself into a corner. Yeah. I'm knowing Well, she's painting herself into the victim corner, but I think the fan support isn't there well, for that. Well, hey, you know what? We saw later in this episode her standing alone at that party. You know, they're afraid of her. She's burned bridges with everybody, and now she's like, "Oh, uh oh, I'm, I've isolated myself. I'm alone on this island now." And how will she keep herself relevant? Okay, one way she's kept herself relevant, and so Dorit is friends with Lisa, Mm -hmm. and so our next scene we go into Dorit's house with her parents, Shalom and Rachel, who are from down the street here in Connecticut. Yay! Um, And first of all, Dorit doesn't know how to use Google. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, how did you find this bakery? And her mom was like, well, I Googled it. And she's like, I've lived here two years and I didn't know how to do that. And I was very... I know. I was also wondering, did you catch they, what they brought her back from Connecticut? And then they... I was wondering what it was because I, I thought, did I miss something? But then she was holding a roll and it didn't look like a Portuguese roll. But I've had friends who, when visiting, will buy Portuguese rolls to take because... Apparently I don't know. I think what, what... What did her parents bring her? I thought they went to... They Googled a bakery, like a Jewish bakery in West Hollywood and oh, went they, and found stuff. And she was like, I've lived here oh, for this long and I couldn't oh, find I anything. she brought... That, I, I mean, I thought her parents brought her something from Connecticut because she was saying something like, I couldn't get this... No, yeah, I th- okay. I don't know, but I... I, I thought d- the Portuguese role was getting a shout-out. Oh, um, I mean, it does deserve a, a shout-out, but... Um, anyway, so Dorit, this is where she gets her present. So, she gets a rose gold Bentley. Yes. I personally think it looks like a Chrysler Sebring. <laughs> it's like a $254,000 Chrysler Sebring. Also, and you guys know I love Which pink. Which she couldn't get out of the driveway. She can't drive. Like, Dory, she's like, I haven't been more than three miles away from my house when I'm in Beverly Hills. You and it's because she can't drive. She's already scratched a curb or two. She probably doesn't drive it. I yeah. still can't decide. I think something is, like, a little off-putting about Dory and PK to me. And I can't tell if it's because they're, like posing that they have all this money and like is yeah, the Bentley going back tomorrow right. yeah is it a rent a bent which I mean, is wouldn't be the first time that oh no that also Gretchen's, it's like got her yeah. and it was a lease and she it, she was paying for it mm-hmm. but part um, of it also is yeah. you know it she's new to the season mm-hmm. where you know barely an episode in so I think she's still trying to establish herself. She is, but I, I, she's getting a lot of screen time know, for being new. That's true. But it's going, very heavy in Tori. Going big on the gift giving early on does not always bode well. Yeah. Like, What's well, trying to... Edwards, remember Catherine Edwards going for that big ring? Oh, yeah. They're like... This right is... at the beginning trying to establish their wealth, you know, for the viewers. I think their surprise. problem was that Catherine Edwards, like, lived in, like, a condo. So yeah. they had to really, like... She wasn't established they had some money. And it's it's pretty clear through the first two episodes that as far as how they've edited the show, they've really tried to draw a lot of parallels because the show opened with um, Kyle and Lisa in the car talking about a brand new expensive car. And then it cuts to Dorit, brand yeah. new expensive car. Like a couple of these... Right, they're trying to kind of set up two sides, and they have the same kind of lifestyles, and it's dueling, yeah. Two big birthdays, And and we know in the teaser for next week, 
well, we'll talk more about Erica and Dory and how that's going with each other. But yeah, so she gets the Bentley. Um, then we kind of go to the fitness class, which is kind of boring. But I did notice in Kyle's interview and in all of the interviews this season, the necklaces on these broads are horrible. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so because Kyle, Lisa, she looked like a she looked like a Pekingese with the hair and the big Lasa Opso, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> the brooch, God. yeah, that was at the yeah. party, but in the in her. Um, diary or confessional I don't know what we call it in her in, in housewives speak oh, but when like she's being dogs. interviewed she has it looks like a spider web of diamonds mm-hmm. diamonds and spiders should not go together maybe unless you're Erica Jane getting another yeah. ring yeah. but um and then Kyle's is like this pearl collar choker thing yeah it's heinous oh, and her, and, oh yeah and yeah. <sighs> Kyle I want to like your fashion sense but I just can't it's note to self <laughs> do you um do you like her hair, by the way? She changed up her hair this season. Kyle's? She chopped it, and it's a lighter color. Love it. I, you don't? No. I think... I think it's... Part more, of Kyle is, like, it, her flipping her hair yeah, and, like, being true. unable to, like, but control it's it. it's a lot more... It, it's but I guess Erica has moved into her. that role. The, the color's much more fluttering than the stark black, you know? It's... She, I guess she looks so. better. She looks younger. She's I just want my OG, Kyle. Um, okay, then we go to the the Young the Restless lot. Here's Eileen. So Eileen's hair mm-hmm. has made such an improvement. Oh, yeah. And Eileen yeah. can... T- I love Eileen's Erica. Eileen's the most natural of all I them. She's the oldest, so I she has the most wisdom. But, but, but yeah. like the most natural beauty, I think she's yeah. the, you know... She doesn't have the fillers the way the other ladies yeah, do. She, she's a natural beauty, and she's smart, you know? She's actually witty. She's not Lisa Vanderpump with the nonsensical innuendo. sex innuendo I, so I have a note here that her voice has always been the same and it's and I mean this as a compliment like a classy phone sex operator <laughs> she has a very like nice to meet you my yeah. dear kind of voice um, but she just looks really good and I thought she looked great when she was doing her Young and the Restless interview yeah. Um, her white jumpsuit. She? she was rocking it. So I think she may have, um, everyone's really, you know. She has credibility too, which goes a long way with some of these housewives, I feel like, you know? Especially like when the Dorits start coming in. It's like, what have you. I guess. What have you she's done? Had a, I mean, she's had a constant job for 20 years. She's been a working years. actress for yeah. forever, yeah. And she even made the point, I think, last season, you know, how, how many actresses. An can Emmy say, Award winning, no yeah. less. Well, it's the daytime Emmys, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have an Emmy or a podcast award, yeah. so I can't criticize. But I have but... to say that um, Erica's response to her when she first asked, you know, would you like to be on the show, was like pure jubilation. Yeah, she actually, so that was actually on this week, and I watched it, and Erica could be a soap actress like you know the soaps are where you kind of cut your chops so not everyone's Mm -hmm. amazing Eileen's good I've actually in my youth watched some Young and the Restless so I know all about Ashley Abbott but that was on this weekend it it was good I I I like Erica and Eileen together and they're kind of creating a power alliance I think they're they're my two favorites the ease Eileen's girl crush on Erica is probably my favorite do we think there's a lot of reciprocity there or do you think like, I feel like... Yeah, I think there is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I based it, on her reaction to getting that gift... But that that's means, a reaction yeah. to the gift, not to Eileen. Yeah, but I think I think it... it but she knows only Eileen could have given her that... Could have yeah. granted yeah. her that kind of access. The only one that would have thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- well, yeah. Yeah. That it's, it's not a, something physical. It's not um, some 
expensive Gucci bag. Well, or... yeah, it's fame, which other you can't buy. Right. And Erica can buy. <laughs> well, actually, that is a good segue into Erica because class. her class, scene right. is Erica, <laughs> Erica doing her um, her video casting for expensive. That's yeah. her new song, which I need to download because I I will admit that I pretty much like everything Erica Jane puts out. I know that there was a very Cirque du Soleil vibe about that whole thing too. I mean, yeah. a lot of but so Erica to a lot of padding piggyback of off what we were saying. Erica actually did kind of buy her fame because you I I mean I don't want to disparage Erica Jane, but I'm just going to I mean, say that without out, but a hefty underwriting from Mr. Girardi, yes. that would not have become a thing. But she still turned it into something. Yeah, no, she's talented. It's a successful hobby? Is that right. wrong? No. No, a successful no. hobby is paid hobby. Paid hobby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I would go to a gay club and hang out with Erica Jane. Definitely. I think that would be super yep. fun. Um, I don't like her creative director. I, he, you know, he I is just like feeling he's a complete Mm. He no. wants to be a Real Housewife of Beverly yeah. Hills. Like he just is overtaking. Motives. Yeah. I also another necklace I didn't like. I didn't like her Chanel necklace. Erica goes to like the best stores, like and picks the worst stuff. I because love her. She can, but <sighs> it's it's always like the most bombastic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because also a follow up on the Panther ring. Right. I went onto the Cartier website. Um, it's a whole line. There's like. Probably 12 different models. Her third? Her third. So of the top tier, there's like the Erica Jane ones, which are in the 80K range. There's a couple. There's some that are more. And there's some cheaper rose gold ones that like, I was like, I can afford. I mean, it's like $6,000. So I would, but like I could potentially buy one of those. And I don't worry. I would never buy one. Is this their version of like a wearable Fabergé egg? Like it's a panther you can put on your, on your finger? I, I don't know. It's not (laughs) cute. I, I could never get down with that. I love so many things, all, almost all things housewives, but the jewelry, especially the Beverly Hills jewelry. I mean, and part I, of me thinks some of it's costume. Hey, I, I won't disparage housewives' jewelry taste across the board. I love a lot of Luann stuff. I'm big on the turquoise. <laughs> I am too, actually. I'm a little too statement tiny to, to, to sport the statement necklace, but I admire it. It looks good on her. Beverly Hills, however, the diamonds are out of control, and they look silly. So when we were talking yeah. necklaces before, I was thinking the one that um, Lisa wears to, to Dorit's, Dorit's birthday. birthday party. And that's out With of control. Hair. She looks and like a poodle. It's, yeah. it's not a good look. It looks like a... a, a it looks the hair, cheap, the hair cheap has like been bad. Color. The hair was bad. Terrible. I'm it was bad in Erica's party. Hair, but I feel like she's afraid to cut, go a little shorter because she is a little bit older. How so old do you guys think that she doesn't want to? Lisa is. So I was listening to a podcast with Bill Simmons and Andy because I listen to pretty much everything Andy puts out. And Bill was saying, you know, what's great about Lisa is she could be, like, there's like a 30-year range on how old you would think uh-huh. she is. I remember the first season of Beverly Hills. I thought, I was like, who was this old lady on TV? Like, her with the button-down shirts. and But for me, like, that she's younger than Eileen Davidson is shocking. But, she's in her fi- mid-50s, no? Uh, Vanderpump's 50s? in her in mid-50s, and um, uh, Eileen's in her late-50s. But yeah. you can chalk that I mean, up to, to, to beauty. I mean, if you can if you can pull off a thirty year, oh, uh, that's great, Pat. Gap, you know, then that's 
<laughs> I'm just thinking about, you know, I one day I caught the, um, one day I caught, I totally recorded it, um, the Housewives Uncensored thing, uh-huh. and the whole, you know, her, what she wanted to be called. Oh, Pinky. Oh, pinky! I, like, I just, now I, every time I see her, I think, Pinky, I can't take her seriously. She I'm was not. into to create a character for herself. For and that's sure. all she's been trying to do in such an overt way. But it's what you have to do. I think um, Beverly Hills is one of the later seasons. So um, at that point, New Jersey had already been out. New York was out. The Atlanta was out. The brand is very established. So the path of a housewife people knew about. Mm-hmm. Except maybe Camille, who didn't really know. And, but oh, I love Camille. Who doesn't? She's great. Um, she's, she was in the teaser. She'll be on the season. Um, but I think Lisa Vanderpump is a smart lady. I think she watched, you know, she watched the Nene Leaks. She watched the Jills and the Bethany's. And she took notes. And she is on the show uh, just seems, defensively. She's it, playing offense. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, somehow the others feel somewhat more authentic about it. I don't know. She just, I don't buy into any of it. For being a fake show that I just pretend is reality, I can't buy into her as real at all. You know, yeah. she does... Look to be a completely. She's almost too smart for her own good. Sometimes I think she overthinks things a lot, and she's always trying to play angles, Mm. and always she's a gamer, wondering if if there's um you know something behind a comment that's made to her or she can't let anything go right this yeah which we'll talk about when we talk about the party because that drives me insane about her. But then okay, so now we kind of get into um, a scene that I thought was fascinating. It was Lisa Rinna, Delilah, and Amelia cooking dinner. That dinner, how, was there enough food for one person in the big plate? Yeah. And then they both ate, like, two bites. Well, also I don't the, know how much I want to say, but I just, well, I'll say Lisa, in particular, as we said this season, is looking thinner than usual, and that's saying a lot. Now, right. you know, I've... Her, you know, her legs, some of the shots of her legs getting into the limo later at the, going to the party. It's, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think she's getting a little too skinny. She's getting a little thin. and But then she's, like, passing that on to her daughters, which yeah. part of me is, like, that's horrible. The other part is, like, at least she's hanging out with them and knows where they are. Because I feel like Lisa being, like, an absentee mom or, like, not really knowing what's up has been somewhat of a theme. And I, I yeah. feel like Lisa this season is really trying to... Play the Yolanda, like, because Yolanda's kids oh, were yeah. really that into was, it. You have the, the blonde is, model, and the yeah, they want to be the Hadid so bad. The yeah, it, it, it's it seems like that's becoming kind of a more and more um, common thread. Is the housewife brand has become a launching pad for the next generation? Trickle down, the trickle down. I can't yeah. wait to see this, <coughs> that generation become the next housewives. Uh. I After think they've gone through their modeling careers and they come yeah. back. Jill Zarin's daughter. Allie, like, she went to Allie. college with me. Um, she New York. I am not as excited about that because one thing I like about the Housewives is these people were just regular people. I mean, this granted, they were so much well. Like, they're right. not regular like us, but they are. They don't have the fame aspect to me having grown up in it. And seeing them kind of react to getting famous is really interesting. And they've had... I think particularly in New York, I always feel like my favorite, I love Beverly Hills. I think it's the most iconic of what it means to be a housewife. But New York is my favorite because it's close to home. And I feel like a lot of the women have paths that I could maybe go on. Yes. And 
the writer. The writer, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I like that relatability of it. I think if we're if we've got like the G, G, a Gigi Hadid Delilah Bell season, I don't know how much that's I'm gonna want to watch that's that. That's almost like um and a Kendall that, Kylie sort of right. Thing. And then at that point, you know, do the parents right. parlay that into a return to their career? Right. It's like they're it's coming like out a of the woodwork. Thing, yeah. 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 Exactly. So I don't know if that's something I really want All to right, see. All right, you talked me out of that. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say I won't watch the first couple episodes. I'm just saying that the things that I like about Housewives would be, are going to be missing, so it would need to bring something else to the table for me to really like it. Okay, so... But who knows? I mean, Andy might be looking long-term here. I think once he, in a, it's a franchise, a he... I've met Andy several times. I don't know if he has a long-term plan for tomorrow, but um, he, he definitely... The housewives are sticking around. So now we kind of get into Dorit's birthday party. So we start and she talks about her runny nose twitch. And I kind of wanted to be like, were you in New York hanging out with Dorinda? Is that what you thought? I thought the same thing. (laughs) Okay, we won't make any allegations other than that. But that's, I was like, what? You people are No stupid. allegations, just observations. Observations, yes. Um, so they have the little golf cart. So their house is uh, Mark Anthony and J-Lo's former house. How yes. do we feel about that? You know, I was telling him, was it their primary home or was it just one of their ten homes? Like how well, much... I, I, I would think it'd be their primary residence. I would, I would think so. It's, it's I LA. Know. Yeah, I, I mean... She was on Idol. Like. Whether it's the primary or not, I think the idea is you get to say it was J-Lo and Mark Anthony. Well, exactly. Right. I, I feel like I'm just wondering, Dory I, and I, PK are very into the sex. celebrity. I mean, he I mean he manages Boy George, which... More so than beyond, like, kind of the wealth status, it's right. the celebrity. The cachet, yeah. Yeah, the cachet. Yeah. So that, that, I think, was a little obnoxious. But not the most obnoxious thing in the episode. So they have a Royals Royce golf cart that is bringing them up the drive, mm-hmm. which... I thought it was really ugly and looked like... Kind of, I, I thought it was a Hummer. Oh, maybe it was a Hummer. I thought yeah, it was a It Royce. looked like a Hummer. What I didn't like is I was at Toys R Us today and I was in... Well, I wasn't in the section. I walked by the section where they have the little, like, children cars. Mm-hmm. And it, the power wheels? The power wheels. And it looked like one of those. I was like, oh, maybe they rented it from Toys R Us. Um, so, let's see. Lisa Vanderpump, we talked about. Not a great outfit. She looked like a lost app. So Lisa Rinna oh, shows up alone. Season. Where is Harry this season? I'm trying to think. You know how many parties did Harry go to last season? I don't remember seeing him a lot. Yeah, I remember him lot. at the Harry dinner is for minimal, her birthday. Yeah. Would see or was them it his birthday? But in their was, house, yeah, often. But I didn't see him out of the house mm-hmm. too often. Mm-hmm. Maybe he. He's always working. He I guess is. I haven't seen any of the fruits of the labor, but. Apparently he's behind the scenes. Behind the, is he? He might be a director too. Yeah, I'm sure he produces, produces. things. Also, oh, before we end the book on Lisa Vanderpump, the gloves. What was Ugh. that? Ugh. I'm not gonna tell. It was you like where kind of a, a a strange attempt at like royalty kind of right. Royalty. But they look like who was her stylist this year though? I know. Terrible. Yeah, just everything they, is bad. They really didn't fit because she kept fidgeting and and rotating. And you know who I think her stylist is? Boy George. Because <laughs> <laughs> last at Erica's party, she looked terrible. 
Yeah. This party looks terrible. Like I'm confused. And hey, did, maybe I think it was a throwback jumpsuit. You know, like she's loving jumpsuits. The, the she did, I, yeah, she she was donning the jumpsuit at both parties. Um. And then Lisa Rinna comes in and she talks to Lisa Vanderpump. And like we were saying earlier, Lisa Rinna wants Lisa Vanderpump to like her so much. And LVP knows that. LVP knows it. She's like, you called me Satan. Why do you want to hang out with me? Is it just because now she's just screwing with her and just trying to have fun with it? I think part of it. You think that she's coming from a place of of desperation? I don't know. Well, I think that... Rina and Eileen, so last, at the end of last year, I kind of thought that the season, Yolanda was leaving. I didn't think they were going to ask back Lisa Rinna and Eileen. Really? And I love Eileen and I like Lisa oh. Rinna, but I felt like there was so much drama with that and they wouldn't cut out Vanderpump. Like, without Vanderpump and Kyle, mm-hmm. they're just such pillars of Beverly Hills. So I kind of thought, oh, maybe they're not going to come back this year, not on their own choice. So I feel like Rinna senses that as well and is, like, really trying to dig her heels in. I actually thought that she is sort of feeling confident that she's an established character now and and that's why she's trying to have just have a little fun with LVP, not trying to cling to her, but I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I suppose it could go either way. I her. mean, she she's come out and, and said she's completely aware that she can be manipulated by her. Like that was yeah. part of that the was a argument. weird admission last season. The whole manipulating Lisa Rinna thing and her going along and, with it. And I think that's where a lot of LVP's um, issues come from. Is she took that as an insult that she's a manipulator? But on the other hand, Lisa Rinna was admitting to the fact that she was manipulated. Yeah. Sniper yeah. from the side. Sniper from the side. Um, okay, so Eileen and Vinny show up. Eileen, I still think, looks the best in her red dress with her lipstick, great hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanderpump goes to offer condolences and <sighs> says, I'm sorry. And the Eileen Vanderpump relationship is tough for me because I, I agree with Eileen, but I think we should move on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think. We were talking about because the less Eileen moves on, the more it yeah. makes Vanderpump seem right. right. Although Vanderpump can't get over the Lisa Rinna thing, she's like, "You caught, you thought I was horrible," and yeah. then but she's doing the same thing to Eileen and it's like, "Well, she, I well, think she Eileen was was covering her tracks there." Or I think that when Eileen reacted the way she did, she thought it was because she was apologizing about her behavior, not giving her condolences. If she knew Lisa was giving her condolences, she would not have reacted the way she did. And I think that she knew LVP being who she is, she would later say, well, when I tried to apologize to you, you just laughed in my face. And Eileen confronted her right away and said, I was laughing like that because I thought you were apologizing about your rude behavior, not because you were giving me your condolences about my... Past but I think to your point, um, the reason why she did that was because she wants this to be done with. Right. right. So well, she knows that Lisa LVP will use it against her later. So she just said, "Don't even try." That's not what I'm. You know, the, right. there was a miscommunication. And I there. almost get the sense that, like, as early as we are in the season, Lisa Vanderpump is already kind of grasping at things. Yeah. 
And I, I she's mean, trying. So in the earlier episode, when Dorit was like, "Oh, I thought Erica Jane was really nice," and I thought I, everyone was nice, she's like, "No, no, no, Eileen was horrible to me," and she's really trying to. This I don't know. I think this kind of portends a very uh, different situation for Lisa Vanderpump that we haven't yet seen, where she is going to be the one. Yeah, she's on the, the beta, not needing, the alpha. Needing to build alliances, and she's gonna who's gonna have to start kind of reaching back out to people. Yeah. Uh, you know, in multiple ways that. I don't know. I think I think we might be in for something with this. I think we're definitely in for something. I just don't know what it is yet. So um, then one thing Dorit says, which I think is hilarious, is she says, this is what we call the great room. And like she invented the concept. Like Pat is an architect. And can you confirm that Dorit Kemsley did not invent that term? I can confirm that. Yes. I, I, I was like, oh, what else would you call it? Dorit. <laughs> and she's like, I... I so Dory, I just, this is I'm I'm starting to Dory. maybe I can't. take a turn on Dory. I know this is horrible, but maybe it's because like eighty percent of the first two shows was about Dory. Yeah, which we the, the, I, I have you know, to say though I'm past the happen. accent a little bit. Not ho- maybe the, I got used to the it. Accent is I as, as much as I agree with all of these things. You know, being another person from Connecticut who does not understand this idea of the accent <laughs> mm-hmm. and the multiple accents. It depends. Yeah. I, I'm going to reserve my judgment just because I've learned through other seasons with new people that as the season goes on, things change, mm-hmm. they develop, you begin to understand maybe why. I'm not sure we loved Erica Girardi when she So yeah, I was going to ask you how you felt she... about Erica and Catherine last year, because yeah. those were the, our new entrants last I year. I knew I didn't like Catherine. <sighs> I, I did. mean, she was a wet blanket from the start. She, I, as I said on the previous episode of the pod, she's dramatic in a non a way she doesn't. Re- she's so not dramatic; it's dramatic. She she's like, like a dude, a completely watered down Aviva. With the leg, yeah, yeah. You you kind of stole my thunder. I was oh, going to say the same thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I she was Aviva without the leg. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I just thought she. The problem with her is she wasn't subtle about her drama. She, you know, has the football player husband and hangs out with dudes. So well, she, I, thought, I think she thought she'd be able to to play that into more. Yeah, and, and it just on didn't its work. face, there wasn't enough there. She also wasn't genuine. I think Dorit ha- might have a future because I, I, I believe that her and Lisa actually do know each other. Well, if, she when they bring has a in. Future. When they bring in someone like a Catherine that's brought in for her OJ connection, or they bring in someone very tangential, right. they don't know because they're not really friends, so it's much more awkward and it's mm-hmm. harder to bring them into the fold. To, to the point we made earlier about her celebrity connection and that and that kind of um, that, kind, that kind of world she lives in, there's so many opportunities there. Right, right. I think, though, the producers, or at least I, was upset that Boy George was not at the birthday party. I couldn't believe that. I can see that. so many you know, crossover spent... opportunities already between, you know, her and her relationship with Boy George and all the things Lisa does for, mm-hmm. you know, the LGBT community yeah. and all, you know, the whole way that Erica Jane's involved. But her and Erica Jane are setting up to, mm-hmm. for, for a battle. So yes. Erica shows up to the party in a t-shirt dress from Moschino. Um, let's talk about... She made about... a point to say came straight off the runway. Yeah. Right, but why is she going to all of the shows with the ugliest stuff? Because she can. she can, because her hair is so good, it doesn't matter. That, this is true, Because <laughs> when yes. you're a pop star, you can live by other rules. I know. I mean, I, Erica's still my favorite character. I just often question her fashion taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that 
Like, let her wear what she wants. It's your, like, if that's affecting your birthday party, get over it, Dorit. Um, Vinny showed up in ripped jeans, so who cares? I love Vinny. You do? I love him, and I was livid when LVP made that comment about him. LVP's nasty. You don't, first of all, you don't go there. You don't bring spouses or significant others in. when your biggest fight is that you guys met via an affair. Yes! Right, mm, lest we forget why they were arguing. Um, okay, so then Dorit's Buddha Lounge opened. <laughs> First, my biggest problem was on the sign that said Dorit's Buddha Lounge, <laughs> the font they picked was like Ariel or yeah. something, like very, very like third grade, yeah. like Comic Sans maybe. It was just very, very not chosen well, and that really bothered me. Which we me. know none of that was a surprise because Dorit went on to say that she moved her son, whose From bedroom room, was but... right above uh, the Buddha Lounge to is her down son? the end. Of Jaggers or something. As, as much as Jagger, right. the, the car wasn't a surprise because she knew she was getting an automobile. Right. <laughs> Robin said blue or whatever. She just maybe wasn't quite sure what Which type. one, yeah. Yeah. Um, the red theme, how did you feel about that? How, uh-huh. let's, let's compare uh-huh. Erica Jane's party right. to Dory's party. Which party would you rather go to? Oh, Erica James. Erica James. For sure. I think better it's, dancing. You better just eat music. before. I, I just think it was it was a real. I, wouldn't, was, I don't think I'd be too authentic, concerned. Yeah. Authentic. And I find it hard to believe that there wasn't food. I mean, do you really think that she skimped people on food at her party? That there wasn't anything um, going on? I don't know. I, I haven't partied in Beverly Hills. Everyone before. was so preoccupied. I think that maybe they weren't thinking about what, I think one person said, Oh, I'm hungry, and the producers kind of go to that and said, Oh yeah, there was no food and talk more about it. Right. Um, I, which is what I'm saying. I refuse to believe that she did not have I mean we did see people walking food. around with hors d'oeuvres. Right. Yeah. Maybe the people were too late or too early or they were shooting. Um, yeah, I also would have preferred to go to Erica Jane's party. I think that the Buddha Lounge looked like, what's the name of the club in the casino? Like <laughs> oh, Shrine yeah. or Rain or yeah. something like that. Um, I did not the like the red top. lighting. I just uh, went for dinner. Tried a little too hard? It's trying too hard. Yeah. And in the whole throne thing, when it, it wasn't they even brought a good that throne. out, it looked first. It was cheaply upholstered. It, it, well, I think it might have just been one of the armchairs from like the study. But <laughs> it, it was hideous, and then he made her sit in it, and it was this super trite. You know what I want? Love ballad. The oh. true how it's true Hollywood story still on E. I don't even know, or it's just gone Kardashian. The other day, but I think the E true Hollywood story of PK. When he was, like, in his reckless oh, life yeah. that he was talking about, could be pretty good. Yeah. Because the Brits do benders really well. Yeah. And I think... Especially during that period. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, the economy had not yet crashed. The pounds were... The pound was doing really good. And mm-hmm. I think that that would be fascinating for me. And... I don't, know, I don't know if I care enough about PK yet. He has to... It's not him. about PK. It's about all of this crazy right. people yes. around the PK. This is true. Right. And I think PK would really try and make um, a name for himself with that. And he would bring up the most tangential stories he could get. Um, so I think that would be really good. Another thing I noticed at the party, Svedka was the odd cub choice, which is kind of cheap. I did not notice that. I that did. Was a good eye. Oh, I've got a great eye. Was there, was there very good? Uh, That's the marketer. Product placement on that, or did you um, catch that one? I 
I don't know, to be honest. I, I think you got to clear the logo. So on TV shows, if the logos aren't um, blurred out, they have to get permission to use right. the logo. But it wasn't, I don't think it was product placement. It's not like when you go to a skinny girl party and there's like a skinny girl everything. Yeah. It was, but I did notice because I would have thought they would have had better vodka. In Mark and JLo's house, I want vodka. I'm not drinking at my house. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about that. Erica's drinking water. Yeah. So maybe she was a little more reserved at the party because she wasn't feeling Oh, well. absolutely. Yeah. I, there's some animosity there. There's some tension there. Maybe not animosity, but there's definitely some tension there. <laughs> I'm wondering there. if there's a history that's yet to be uh, unearthed, unveiled, yeah. unearthed to us. The um, music producer, the pop yeah, star. Yeah, I mean, as we said before, there's a lot of crossover potential. That doesn't mean there Gay hasn't community. already been crossover mm-hmm. in their pasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when you were telling me that earlier, I, I could definitely see that maybe Erica Jane's a little bitter. That you know, boy, there's got to be some Boy George connection or something. Yeah. And I mean, already he can't just produce Boy George because I don't think that's a big enough money maker. Like him playing in Cincinnati, as I said earlier, is not enough for them to live in the Mark and J Lo house unless there was like a murder in the house we don't know about. But um, it, it does lessen her pop star status. She's not that one in in relation. Yes, I don't get why Boy George. Couldn't have his own house made it to the party. They're best friends. They watch Game of Thrones together. In they bed. live together. <laughs> Why couldn't they have planned this party on a date that he wasn't he in Cincinnati? Could be there? Yeah, especially because PK's the one like planning, planning all that. Yeah. I think Boy George doesn't really want to be on Real Housewives, and it's similar to okay. a Kelsey Grammer situation where Ooh. it was like the bait and switch. It's like we live with Boy George, but every clip I've seen in the teaser of Boy George has been from that very first episode, mm. and the clip they had this time was the same thing where he's sitting in the kitchen and they're kind of talking. So I think he maybe filmed one or two scenes. What else Boy George is doing with his time will remain a question on the podcast because yeah. I just don't. Well, he's clearly on tour. He's on tour and he was on Celeb Apprentice. For what? Does he have a new album? I think. Or something? When when you're Boy George, you could probably survive on. Yeah, your hits. I think you're not bringing new people into the fan base. I think you are, you know, rocking out to those people in Cleveland or wherever you were that have liked you for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, LVP meets more English people. I don't want any other English people on this show, though. No. Like, no. I, it's not that I don't like English people. I just think it's, that's what Ladies of London is for. Although, ironically, they're all American on that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't want any more of them. Well, because I don't want to hear more of the, it's a British humor excuse. Mm-hmm. I don't want them I, I, up I'm on not the down with I that. I don't who, buy into that. Was born and raised. Where? In, in, in LA. In, in the in city. Kyle. Yeah. In I was born. Right. Okay. This is the first season Beverly Hills isn't in her tagline. Yeah, this, right. Um, but I think that kind of vibe is 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 better. I do too. It's, it's just much more authentic. It's yeah. like putting a transplant into the New York City housewives, and like if you have someone from like Dallas who just moved to mm-hmm. New York, that's not what people are signing up Dallas. to watch. That was unless terrible. unless you play <laughs> up the whole outsider being thrown to the big city. Right, the country line. bumpkin. But that's one. Yeah. That's one season. That yes. woman's not getting her contract no. renewal. Um, okay, so I think we end kind of the episode with Dory enjoying Eileen. And so Dory is really like, I think Eileen's really nice. And um, LVP makes a comment that these, she does, she's not going to tell her what all these silly cows have said about her. Ugh. So we're really kind of setting up. I, so in this scene, it made me like Dory. Because I think despite Dory trying so hard to, 
you know Dorit wants to get her contract renewed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's really trying. Um, she's trying to make authentic connections with the other ladies and not um, coming in with predisposed opinions, which mm-hmm. I kind of liked. Vanderpump does yeah, not like Yeah, telling that. her I yep. didn't get that vibe. Yeah, and she liked Erica Jane, and she was like, well, Erica was very, very different. Yeah. Um, okay, so that kind of, yeah. That. Which, you know, again, kind of to me is almost foreshadowing a fallout on the part of Lisa Vanderpump. Like out of the whole thing. It just, I think she's going to end up on the outside of this new circle that's being created. Well, I think she's already on the outs, but it's going to get worse as the circle gets closer in. Because already she's not, at least from this episode, she wasn't pulling Dorit into her, her side of it. Right, she, right. She, res- she resisted that. So. Uh, yeah, so they are setting up the Erica Forest story. One last thing about this episode, Eileen's dancing. Oh. <laughs> oh my. I was just like, oh, Eileen, you are the oldest one. <laughs> but it was a, it was great because, like, I could totally picture myself or anyone else doing that kind of, like, you know, brush off your shoulder. Like, she, <laughs> she, she worked the dance into telling her story about what just happened. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this happened. I don't really care. I'm just going to keep dancing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. She, Not going to believe this. Yeah. Kind of do it, still doing the hustle. She's definitely doing the hustle. Um, I wonder if Eileen ever went to Studio 54. We'll have to ask her on Twitter. Also, these housewives are not as, just as an aside, as responsive as the New York housewives on Twitter. Sonia Morgan has tweeted me back several times, and so has Bethany. Well, Cold shoulder from Erica Jane. That's why uh, NYC is number one. Actually, do you know what the number one housewife is? Atlanta. Oh, well, I was saying as my far number as viewership, one. viewership. I was number saying one, yeah. my number one. My I number one, I don't yeah. Know what the numbers say. I like Atlanta too. That's a whole other conversation, but yeah, I I like them as well. It just to me, I would think New York would be the most um, viewed housewives, but it's not. Okay, so how do we feel about this season? How do we think? Are we I kind of thought this episode was a little bit of a snoozer. Yep. First one was kind of a snoozer yep. too. Agreed. Do we still have hope? In the season. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I, I mean, I already made my feelings on that clear. Yeah. That I, I, where I kind of feel... We're setting up for the war. Yes. Yeah. I want to see LVP drop it. I think I we're, we're, see we're it, abandoning that war. I want to war. see it blow up in her face. And I just want <laughs> that storyline to be over. I want to see something new. Um, well, in the, in the preview, it, it seems like... We're going straight into a different war, which is Dorit versus Erica Jane. Yep. But I kind of see that as a proxy war. I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't know who's Russian, who's the U.S., but there's the Middle East, yeah. and that's uh, Erica, we need more Erica and Dorit. Jane. We're definitely going to need to see more of Erica. That that clip in the teaser of of her crying and saying, "You don't know what I." What do you go think that's through? about? I, I don't. Know. I think it's about her son, like. Patrolling the streets and they're talking about like at night oh, she's nervous that's about it? that. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I I want to see. I wanna Unless see there's like secret her. abuse, it's which def- I don't wish upon anyone, but would be awesome. It's it's definitely definitely it's outside no, it can't be. Show. It can't yeah. be him though, because she's not gonna, he would never sign off. No, on anything he would even kill. remotely. No. Yeah, Mr. Ger- I'm surprised how much Mr. Girardi is actually on the show more I than Harry he Hanlon. Loves it. Yeah. I think he loves. He it. would not be he married to her if he did not love it. Yeah. Who? She was just a cocktail waitress and approached him and was like, here's my number. We're going out now. Yeah. That's awesome. I need to find a husband that way. the gold digger dream. 
Do we, I hate to say that about her though, because I do love but her. But she's own. She's always owned it from the. She very doesn't. Beginning. No, she doesn't own that she's a gold digger. She owns that her relationship is going well, and if other people want to judge it, that's their problem. No, she's never she, said when they that. Asked her in season one they, with her, her season one, I should say. Uh, you know, asking her where she got a piece of jewelry or how, and she said the same way we all get it. <laughs> For the first Panther you know? yeah. I mean, I would not she's very want a panthering for that. Explicit about she's very open. I don't think she's trying to hide the fact that she is the Anna Nicole stereotype. To an extent, she is. I don't know. I, I, I mean, think she's a little better than Anna Nicole. Well, yes, she's she's not. Right. It's because she she's she not also a, not extreme, yeah, yeah. Back, no, because she also, you know, has her own career going on. Right. I mean, yeah. Yes, she used this as a stepping stone to it, but she's she, got her own thing going she's on. She's got her own thing going. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably why Tom likes her because he can appreciate she, she works hard. Well. Yeah. And she keeps herself about the busy because he's a busy guy too. They know? hang out probably like once every three weeks. That's what it looks like from yeah. the show. Okay, well, it's been great having you. Um, we end every show with everyone coming up with a tagline. So I'll go first because oh, no. um, mine I like this week. So mine is, I don't know what came first, the cat or the crazy? That's a good one. Yeah, I for the like viewers, that. not that any of the listeners don't know me personally, but um, I do really like cats. So that's, that's my crazy cat lady tagline. And I would have, like, a, a Persian cat. I'd be just, like, petting. <laughs> you'd, instead of holding a piece of fruit, you'd be holding it. That's, like, I think a YouTube show would be, like, <laughs> the real housewives of, like, the animal sanctuary. It's just, like, women with, like, chihuahuas and cats. You could be onto something there. Oh, God. You- oh, tagline, tagline. Um, so... As a bibliophile, I was trying to think what my you really think I have a smart listener base, but okay. might be, and I thought, oh please, I can read you like a book. I like that. Uh, it's very Vanderpump. It has uh, it needs some improving, but uh, and see this know. is why it could I'm, be a season one. This is why you know, I season work, one because I'm going to go the complete opposite route and. Not go bibliophile, and I would say, um, just because I love Erica Jane and her whole vibe, the name's Puss. Pat the Puss. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way to end today's show. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks so much to Pat and Mary for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you.